everyone. So this is a podcast about all kinds of things about wellness. So today we have Linda and she has a lot of information about uh, physical and non-physical practices. So she practices and offers therapies uh, from massage, Reiki, and aromatherapy and has a really unique way of combining those therapies together. So thank you so much for being on this podcast and I'm excited to learn about what you offer. Uh, maybe you could just start with uh, your background and how you got into this kind of work. Um, hi, Anna. Thank you for having me. First of all, I'm really excited to be on your podcast. Um, my background is, well, I've been doing Reiki for a very long time. Um, traditionally, I've had... Um, a different start. I did other jobs first and I was working in the um, advertising and PR world before. I went into full-time holistic work. Um, Reiki has been with me since the 90s. That's when I started doing the energy work or when my interest um, first, first emerged. And I've been practicing it since then. Um, I formed, I started my own company in 2013, um, offering Reiki, offering time massage, and also um, something unique called the raindrop technique, which um, involves essential oils and different massage techniques. So I've been offering these different modalities um, from energy work, physical work and aromatherapy and started offering them as a combination. It actually came through my clients a little bit because they have been asking, oh, they wanted to try everything, but nobody or well, few people have time to do like two or three hour sessions. So I thought about a way how to combine it all in one and came up with my unique body and soul signature, signature massage session, which offers a personalized approach for everyone where we can combine specific massage techniques and energy healing as well as aromatherapy, depending on the client's needs. So every session is personalized and tailored to what the person needs that day or in those that moment of their life either physically or emotionally also mentally energetically yeah and i think that's so great because it touches upon all the different senses of our body um, i wanted to get into a little bit about massage because that's a modality that a lot of people are familiar with um, but you specifically practice Thai massage, so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the uniqueness of Thai massage and also uh, why massage. I mean, it may be obvious, but it's, it'd be good to hear from your perspective why massage is like a really good way to support our bodies. Absolutely. Um, massage in general has a lot of benefits um, for healthy people, but also for people who have uh, chronic pain. So the most commonly known benefits are really um, increase of blood flow and circulation, um, also um, the lymphatic system benefits from it, um, 
ease of tension, relaxation, deep relaxation, um, getting rid of sore muscles or lactic acid in the muscles. So for people who work out a lot, for athletes, it's specifically good. Um, those are probably the most common benefits. Better sleep. Many people report better sleep. Um, quicker recovery. And just a deeper sense of relaxation, um, also emotionally, you know, because like so yeah. and for stress, put it that way. <laughs> it's good for stress relief. <laughs> and um, yes. it also combats, um, they did some studies on the massage benefits also for people who sit at the desk all day. Mm-hmm. So it helps with that. And is there an improvement of, um, you know, range of motions? Mm-hmm joint mobility flexibility yeah yeah and it's um it's interesting how massage um isn't really integrated into kind of like the day-to-day culture in western society as much as like in other societies so i'm glad it it has a place in at least western society and that it's like more well known as something you can go do to feel better like it's a very common practice that you could just do yeah thanks for uh mentioning that point actually it's really um i think it's an important point how massage is seen because in western cultures many times it's still seen as a luxury or something that i treat myself to um however it is more of maintaining it's more of, uh, it should be part of a daily, not daily, but it should be part of a, um, as much as we, let's put it that way. If we work out five times a week, we should do as many times any type of recovery. It doesn't have to be massage, but it could be uh, foam rolling. It could be taking bath with Epsom salt or sauna, stretching, but it should be balanced. So if we Mm -hmm. work out or put our body under a strenuous uh, regimen, either physically or emotionally, even sitting at the desk for eight or more hours, it's strenuous on the body. So we should counter that. It could be a massage, it could be stretching, it could be a long walk, but there should be a balance. And um, any type of body work, does that so it's good to know becoming more popular and i think the benefits of massage is also crossing that threshold of it's not just a luxury but it's a form of uh, recovery and feeling better and something that should be incorporated in in a good healthy lifestyle yeah and it's good to kind of think about different any kind of practices as a type of like maintaining and integration into your life and having it be like just what you do for yourself because of like you know we are physical beings so our physical we have like specific physical needs um and that's important i think to remember um if you could just talk a few uh a little bit about time massage because maybe some people haven't heard about it and i've had it of course with you and i think it's one of the best massages out there (laughs) so just wanted to briefly introduce it thank you sure um time massage is 
has a different approach, which I really love. And I agree with you. It's um, for me also the best type of massage out there because it starts completely different. In Western massage, we often start from the back, the shoulders, and then we, we you know, the therapist works its way down. And Thai massage is the opposite. So A, it's fully, um, it's performed fully dressed and comfortable clothing. And the traditional way is to do it on a specific Thai yoga mat on the floor. Mm -hmm. and then we start from the feet. We start with the feet, working on specific acupressure points, on energy lines. And then we work ourselves up from the feet, the leg, the back, the head. And then there's a lot of movement. So... Mm -hmm. There's different sequences that um, you can follow or you can make, um, you know, adjust it to, again, to the client's needs. Um, but it really, we already start working on the rest of the body while working on the feet because of the acupressure points. So, mm -hmm. and I think that's a wonderful way. And um, in traditional Western med uh, medicine, traditional Western massage, the lower body, in my opinion, is often neglected. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about Thai massage. It really gives attention to our feet and leg a lot. Because if you think about how many hours of the day are you actually standing on your feet? How many hours are you walking? Our feet and legs do a lot for us to give them the attention that they need because it's also, it's all connected, the whole mm -hmm. body. So starting yeah. from there and gaining also that flexibility not just like activating on the points and the energy lines which is great but also movement so in time massage we have a lot of uh, stretching a lot of um, mobility improvement a lot of movements that open up the joints hip joints um, but also arms shoulders all that yeah you've described it as lazy yoga which i think is very appropriate and yeah. uh, one of the reasons I love it as well, because <laughs> sometimes you feel like there's certain parts of you that really need like a stretch or like an opposite movement than what you've been doing. And um, you can certainly kind of do those for yourself. That could be a separate practice, but like a, a whole time massage really like does that for all the different parts of you. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah. All the limbs are engaged and like you said, it's called lazy man's yoga because all the movements are done passively because I do them for you, which allows you at the same time to go deeper into the stretch because you're fully relaxed. Mm -hmm. If you have to do the movement yourself, you still engage certain muscle groups. So like this, mm -hmm. you can just relax and be jelly and yeah. <laughs> like, um, just loose and I can really go into the stretch deeper. Are you? Mm -hmm. So maybe now would be a good time to uh, move into uh, your practice of Ricky. Um, maybe a, an introduction of Ricky and then kind of how you work Reiki into your um, massage and, and general practice and offering Reiki. Um, Reiki comes from a Japanese tradition and actually means if you translate it, um, you can translate it as universal energy, Rei and Chi. Ki or chi um, or prana. There's different ways um, how it's expressed in different cultures, but it all means the same. It's the energy and the universal energy flow, which we make use of. So when I practice Reiki or give a Reiki session, I don't use my own energy, 
but I simply channel the energy mm-hmm. and it is um, administered through the hands. So it's a hands-on healing practice, um, which can be with touch or without touch. So the energy flows either way. I found that most people enjoy the touch because in our society, I think we don't receive enough enough touch. Mm-hmm. So that's a wonderful um, addition. However, it can also be practiced, practiced remotely. So I would be able to give you a Reiki session where you are in the comfort of your home and I'm in my space. Mm-hmm. As Reiki doesn't really know time or space um, or energy doesn't know time and space so it can flow anywhere if directed yeah. properly. You have to know how to do it, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in a Reiki session, um, I would do, I could describe it as a scan. I could do a scan to see where's an imbalance in your energy, where is um, a lack of energy, where's a blockage. And then I would clear those blockages and balance your energy and make sure that your energy depots are filled up. Um, to answer your question, how do I integrate it into my other services? Let's say um, there's always a place to sneak in some energy work. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Usually the energy is somehow it flows anyway, right? So um, when, when people say, oh, you have, you have good hands, like something is flowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I do it um, targeted though and very specific. Let's say if you come to me and you tell me about several issues that you have and we determine together, well, it might be a combination of physical and um, emotional energetic imbalance, then we can see, okay, let's work out the physical kinks and knots, but also integrate the energy healing as well as aromatherapy. So the energy healing then I would do, let's say, um, let's say you have more physical problems in your back, neck, shoulders, or legs, so we would work that. But then in the second half of the session, we would focus on balancing your chakras, your energy centers, or any other imbalances that there might be. Mm -hmm. So that would be one way to integrate Reiki into a massage. Yeah, that's good to know. And uh, I think it's interesting to mention also that uh, Reiki is a way to um, really pull, like, uh, become a channel to uh, kind of the cosmic energy or whatever we're living in and kind of being able to provide some sort of balance or distribution of it um, for someone else. So it's sort of like being a doer, but not really. It's kind of be, had a, like becoming a channel, right? Um, for, um, yeah. for just like something <laughs> that maybe someone can't access at that time. Absolutely. Um, I think it's a great honor to be a channel for that energy and being able to offer this I feel very blessed that Reiki is part of my life and that I'm able to provide it as a service to um, to whoever wants it. 
Um, and at the same time, like you said, um, that you can become a channel. So it is also something that I teach for those who are interested to learn how to do it. Because it's nice mm -hmm. to receive it, but why not have it as a tool for yourself, for your family, your friends? And then, of course, you can always take it to the next level and offer it as a service. But it's a tool that you always have with you. So, so it's like a self-practice that you can learn, right? Exactly. You could have it as a self-practice. You can do, and as a Reiki practitioner, we should have our own self-practice and do Reiki for ourselves as often as possible. Like ideally on a daily basis, at least a little bit. We might not always have the time to do a full sequence because there's different sequences again, um, which help us to remember all the different hand positions. However, we can always use specific elements of it in order to... Um, you know, to feed our own energy. Or let's say um, we have a tummy ache or we ate something wrong or too much or something's bothering us um, or we hit ourselves somewhere and have some pain. So we can always um, direct Reiki energy specifically to that part of our body or organ. Mm -hmm. However, if we have the time, or if we can make the time to do a self, um, um, like a self treatment for ourselves every day that's ideal that'd be great i see um that's a good point i hadn't really thought about it because reiki isn't really presented like that um as far as what i read about it uh, but it, it would be great to learn more about that as well um okay so um I was wondering if you could talk a little about um, how you developed the combination of aromatherapy and Reiki and massage and like how that shows up in the practice. And um, you mentioned raindrop techniques. So if you wanted to talk a little about that as, as a starting point. Um, yeah, so the combination, it's, um, it's actually interesting because I didn't intend it to be um, that in the beginning. I initially offered each service by itself and it's still possible to receive each treatment um alone yeah mostly i, I really like to <laughs> integrate because i think it's more beneficial um one thing that i notice is that when combining it like really looking at a person in a holistic way so what i saw is that Oh, great. Yeah, this person needs stretching. It needs um, a little work on this and that. But I always speak to my clients first. We always have a conversation to find out what is going on. What is the need? Really seeing the person not isolated one part, but as a whole. And while doing that, I discovered that I need more elements. I cannot just treat one part or I cannot just use one modality. I found that it's much more effective if I use a combination of that. When I have these conversations with my clients in the beginning, before we do the session, is that I see there is more than addressing the physical issue. So I would really always try to look at the person as a whole. It's not just one part that needs attention. Oh, there's just the lower back pain or the shoulders. No, I'm trying to see where does it come from? What is the person going through? What is their 
situation in life what like really trying to get to the root or at least closer to and then i discovered that they need more than just a massage the massage might bring a short-term relief or fix it for a while but the underlying problem which can be emotional is still there right and that's when i started entering huh if there's more to it then i also need more tools to address it and one of the tools is yeah different massage techniques another tool is the energy work and then i added essential oils as a third tool as another helper sometimes mm -hmm. i also use crystals and place them around um but those three things are my main tools i would say massage mm -hmm. technique the the physical body work the energy work and the aromatherapy with the essential oils so i really discovered that addressing um the body and 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 yeah spirit uh the soul the emotional the energy part um is more effective because it really we dig deep in certain sessions we really dig deep especially if it's a targeted energy healing session and oftentimes many things come up um that the client wasn't even aware of however it gives him or her clarity to work on it that's another part i can try to uncover all that but the client also has to do their part in working on themselves and working on their internal issues i would say internal challenges we can say um and then it's a really nice effective work if we both work together on that um so that's how it actually came about that i saw the need for a more complete system for a more um complete session body work that was one part but then also i saw that time is limited so ideally i would love to work on each client two three hours to really address the needs better um oftentimes i only have 60 or 90 minutes because that's what the time frame allows you know in a, in a busy schedule and um so i started integrating it more and really personalizing it um that's one and then also it was it was interesting at the same time uh there were some clients um they wanted um they wanted uh, body work but they were also curious about the energy healing so i said okay we can do a combination and then one person um was years ago one person started writing about it like on the on the yelp review it said oh i had this energy massage from linda and this and that and somehow i don't know how many people saw the review it became a thing people started inquiring about oh do you have an energy massage i'm like where did you hear this this is not on my menu <laughs> i see so yeah so that was um also the other part people requested it more um but I usually have it under the umbrella of body and soul. Um, my signature treatment. Um, so this is for combination. But then, you know, clients also get creative and everything evolves. So another popular combination would be Thai massage. And then another session like Reiki with essential oils. So certain clients, yeah. they always go for a double session. They do a full hour of body work, really stretch out, and then energy healing with the oils it makes a lot of sense when someone's super relaxed like physic just physically right and then 
you're able to do the energy work, maybe it's even more beneficial because someone coming in with out of their like other environment into yours and then the energy work, like it just takes a bit of time even to get to like a default where they can feel you and you can feel them. So I think the starting point of the massage and then blending that into the energy work. And then I think the scents are really cool using different scents to really focus someone to be like, this is what's happening right now through the scents. I think that helps, right? Absolutely. So usually most people come in, especially if like, you know, they come from work uh, right away, like people come in stressed. Or, I mean, they already come in stress to begin with because whatever they're dealing with and what made them choose to come in for massage, they're already tense. Physically, usually it's also emotionally. So first I want to relax them, get them into a calm state and open to receiving. They have to be open to receiving, especially when we do energy work, but also in massage. Um, so what I like doing is, um, and I don't know if I had it set up when you came in, uh, I put a diffuser in the room to already create the right atmosphere. So I put a calming scent in there so that when they come in, it's right away, they can relax. Mm -hmm. The lighting is one thing, then the scent, everything is nice and calm. So they already enter a a relaxed room. So that's the first uh, part to kind of take them down from that high um, energy, you know, or nervous energy, anxious. Then the next part is really to like physically relax them. And then, well, depending on on what method um, I use and what service they chose. So it's like, it's in a way layered. They become more and more relaxed. And then at the end of the session, you can really see such a big change in their face and their physique. Um, It's, I love that part. (laughs) I love to, I should really do like a before and after picture of clients when they come in, like from totally Mm -hmm. stressed to, I always ask them how they feel after. They're like, oh, I don't want to get up or I'm in heaven. I'm in completely relaxed state um they're floating so it's um that's the best feeling for me you know if mm-hmm. if i was really able to help them a with their pain if there's physical pain but also emotionally and, and seeing that complete change in their, in yeah. their facial yeah. expression and and posture as well yeah that's wonderful um, could you speak a little bit about what's drawn you to a uh, sense and aromatherapy? Because it's a pretty mm-hmm. cool thing to like combine all those things with sense as well. And I think it makes a lot of sense to um, kind of create a more grounding space and like cha- signal a change in environment through sense yeah. as well. One thing that really fascinated me about essential oils is that they always work on all three levels, like physical, emotional, and mental, spiritual. Where I saw the benefit to integrate it into that holistic practice. Like you said, create a grounding experience. Um, And also delve like deeper into the 
energies into the energetic, let's say, challenge or, or where something is stuck. Because um, if, if I'm able, let's say, they have a physical problem which has an underlying emotional problem. So if I'm able with the scent to get to the emotional problem, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, then I'm also able to release it physically better. So all these things combined, I saw great. If I can, if I find a way to all weave that into my, my body work session, I would be much more effective. Let's say if we had um, a traumatic experience or any kind of rough emotional experience, let's name it that, with the scent is able to stimulate our brain in a way that um, to access that memory, um, mm -hmm. to make it more practical. Let's say, have you ever experienced when you uh, walk by somewhere or something and you just catch a, a light sense of the smell, you just catch something could be like food or could be a perfume and in an instant it transports you back to a different place and, and, and time that you thought you might have forgotten already but suddenly you're there and that memory comes back that was you associated with that smell. Mm -hmm. Ever have that? Yeah. And uh, sit, like just seeing something too, just like being in a place. <laughs> yeah, that, but like specifically connected with the smell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, and that function is like the smell really goes into our, um, our brain and, and, um, because that's where our emotions are stored. So if okay. we are able to access these emotions through scent, it can be good emotions, but it also can be not so good emotions associated with it, traumatic mm -hmm. events. So scent allows us to access these emotions and then also transform them. Mm -hmm. If we're able to access them, we're able to work with them. Because at the mm -hmm. moment when, when whatever an incident happened, we might not be able to deal with them. Right. Sudden. And we might also not be ready. And like our, our brain also has the ability to kind of like shut it off and forget it because mm -hmm. it's too painful at the moment. But we, we have the opportunity to access it later to then deal with it and transform those traumatic events and come out with a more positive outcome and mm -hmm. recondition ourselves also in a positive mm -hmm. way because certain traumatic events can really like deteriorate our life in, in dramatic ways but then mm -hmm. we have the chance to kind of go back and fix it so that's one part where the um where the scent and accessing accessing those emotions really come in mm -hmm. so helpful for that and bringing out those so clients might, um, might, might really be surprised sometimes what comes up because they have suppressed certain memories. Um, but then it also helps them to look at it and deal with them. And once it's solved on an emotional plane, it would also help to release it on the physical plane. Yeah. This is where the I comment think, comes yeah, in. Yeah, that's really important. <laughs> I hope it's, it makes it's sense. nice to hear about a practice that combines um, like the physical and non-physical and really addresses 
everything together. It's my, um, so that's basically my approach, like holistic approach to really look at the different variables mm -hmm. that make that, you know, that, that kind of, <clears throat> that makes the client come to me. Like, why, why is the person coming? What is really their um, problem and how can we best approach it? Really see the person mm -hmm. as, um, not like isolated uh, problems or issues on certain body parts, but to really view the, the client as a, a whole system, you know? Mm -hmm. well, <laughs> it sounds mm -hmm. weird to us, a whole system, but... <laughs> like we are a system. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of systems in one big system, I think, so... Um, and are you able to offer this right now, kind of like on one-on-one -on -one and also some parts of it remotely? Yeah. So the energy healing part, the Reiki, I offer remotely as well as in person, which has been wonderful because um, the it allows me to work with people who are in a different state, in a different country, or who have limited time and are not able to travel to see me. So mm -hmm. that's wonderful. The approach of having the physical and energetic and all that, that would be in person. Like I can't mm -hmm. do massage yet. <laughs> remotely. <laughs> yeah. I'm working course. on that skill. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I see. yeah, that would be in person and I am offering it at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, we'll close up. Uh, thank you so much for speaking with me on this. Um, and it's been really interesting to kind of find out about this kind of practice um, and that you've combined the, the it, things that really interest you and speak to you to really help people heal and kind of connect with themselves. Uh, so thank you for creating that. Thank you very much for having me and for allowing me to share my practices and uh, what I offer. I really do believe that it can help many people on their own journey to better health. One last thing I would like to add is that I always prefer to give my clients the tools that they can then take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't want lifelong clients. <laughs> I'm not a therapist. <laughs> I don't want to be a therapist. I want people to take charge of their own life. And I see myself just as a, a helper along the way, showing them tools they can use to maintain a healthier lifestyle. I can help them get back on that path and show them different ways of how to lead a healthy lifestyle. But eventually, I would rather have them walk that path by themselves. I can hold the hand for a little bit, but I want them to go by themselves and just give them the tools to do so.